What up, what up, my beautiful people? It's your girl, the Damo here with another episode of Mind Your Business Podcast, where your mind should ever be, should forever be. <laughs> Only your business. What up, yo? What up, y'all? Happy Thanksgiving. Well, the also, well, this is the day after Thanksgiving. It's definitely Friday. Friday! And it's the day after Thanksgiving. So, happy Thanksgiving to all of y'all. And, um, you know, happy holidays because this is the start of holiday season. Thanksgiving always pops everything off, you know. Um, it's just that time of year. Um, how y'all been? How y'all doing? How was your week? Uh, you made it through the week. I'm going to say this. You made it through to another weekend. So, you obviously didn't do that bad. You're still alive. You're still in your right mind. So, glory for that, right? <laughs> you got to take the little victories, right? Am I right? I know I'm right. So, yeah. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> oh, man. I love getting on here and coming to y'all. Hey, let me just say, I love y'all. Y'all are truly like my virtual family, our podcast family for sure. Uh, I got so much love. Um, so many people listened to the first episode of the season. Um, like within the first day, it was like making records numbers of like how many people listen. So I was overwhelmed with that truly. Um, just was so grateful for all the love, all the messages I received, um, just everything. Just, uh, you know, I, I really don't take it for granted. Um, a lot of people were talking about how strong it was to speak out. And, you know, it. it um, I'm still um, healing, obviously, and I'm still trying to adjust. But I, I really great. I'm really grateful for. Uh, sorry, I'm stuttering, y'all, for how it was received and how you know. I just received love from everybody. It was it was a struggle to decide one: should I tell my story? Two: should I, you know, go into certain details? Three: like, is this should I put the picture out of my face? Because only. Um, like, a f- I think only like, no, actually nobody ever saw that picture except for me. That was something I kept private all this time in my phone. I'm so glad I can delete it now. Like, oh, uh, I was like, why am I keeping this in my phone? But, um, I'm just really grateful for all the love. I'm grateful for all the well wishing and, you know, this, the, just the support that I received um, and, you know, guys, I really hope that you continue to listen to the podcast and share because I know that there are people out here who cannot voice their opinion and who cannot tell their story or, or too afraid to or feel like it doesn't matter. And I definitely want them to know that they're significant. Like, that's what this community is for. Um, so, so grateful for that. Also, talking about other things I'm grateful for, I'm just so grateful for this podcast as a whole. Um, not only do we come on here and talk about the serious things, but we can also sit here and talk as if we're one-on-one or like if we're family and stuff like that. Because, you know, I realize sometimes I would always struggle to put together like the list of the episodes and how I want to do it. And then sometimes I was like, I, was, I don't want to take it light too many weeks. I don't want to um, be too heavy for a few weeks. And, you know, I just trying to find a great balance of what to bring to you guys and how to make it like uh, something that can be digest every single week, you know? And I think I figured out the best way to do it. It's like do hardcore one week and then the next week kind of like soften just a tad bit that way. Um, nobody's triggered and everybody is able to, um, like, 
get into the groove of things because it's not only just about mental illness and disabilities and things like that, but we're also want to discuss wellness and self-care and self-love, self-discipline and things um, in order to help us have a more meaningful, purposeful life um, for everybody, you know? So uh, I think finding that balance is great. So that means then this today's episode is more of a chill one, more of us just having conversation and really, um, bringing some awareness to some things and I hope that's fine with you. And if you're new to the podcast, this is, you know, you're coming right on time. <laughs> uh, you're coming right on time and we're, we're getting our stuff together and we're trying things in order to all bring healing and, and wellness to everyone, you know? So without further ado, I'm going to shut up and let the episode start. <laughs> I love y'all. my beautiful people and we are back um so yeah we're back and you know i just want to talk a little bit about what's really going on with us and you know it's a great part of like having um this podcast is that we can talk about the serious um psychological issues mental issues that are going on and then we can also talk about things that bring awareness to mental um disabilities that are happening currently and things that are affecting our mental and things that could be possibly um but take some people over or just just really weighing heavy on everybody and one of the things that are weighing heavy is um thanksgiving time you know that was yesterday um and not even just thanksgiving time the holiday season in general like this is usually a time of year i call um I call the family time of year when you're constantly there's holidays after holidays after holidays and you're constantly getting together with people and communing and breaking bread and um, really being really thankful and and enjoying the people that you love. Um, The reason why this is so different this year is because one, a lot of people have lost family members weren't even able to go to the funerals or weren't even able to be with their family members. So that's weighing on them on top of losing other family members previously. Um, there are a lot of people who have older grandparents who are, are at risk. I know mine, both of my grandmothers are in their eighties. Um, they're severely at risk, you know, um, there is the risk of, you know, cause children are getting COVID as well. Like it's the risk of exposing new babies and, and, and infants, to to the virus as well and you know there's been calls there was calls on um tv from president-elect biden and and you know the cdc saying that people should not be um looking to gather in huge family gatherings this year like sorry that it's inconvenient you might feel some type of way but we still have this virus going on and when I was watching the news, I was seeing that people were still leaving in droves. Like the airports were packed and filled and flights and everything. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like I understand urgency. 
of wanting to go home. I understand the urgency of being with your loved ones. Shoot, I tell y'all all the time, I came out to Arizona by myself. Like, just me. Um, you know what I'm saying? I developed another family out here. I know how it felt to be by myself when I first got out here. Like, I, I just didn't know anybody. I, and it was during holiday time. And I, you know, I was scrambling to see if one of my teammates, I could spend time with their family. But yeah, that first year was pretty rough. I thank God for my friend Taylor, who actually opened up her family to me. And for the last five years, that's what I've done. But even this year, you know, everything got cut down. We had Thanksgiving yesterday and like literally um, we were all it was only people that had been there for the Sunday dinners every week, you know, because, you know, the 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 head of the family He's at risk. He's in the age group and he has a pre-existing condition. And, you know, we don't want to bring anything to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been doing good this whole time. Even when I had COVID, um, it was the worst because I had to um, isolate myself for two weeks. And I couldn't be around them. And it kind of sucked because, you know, their grandson is like my best friend. He's like two. <laughs> and like it was um, it was just a lot to take in. And it, it was difficult. But even now, like seeing how everybody just went against. Um, what was recommended for us? I'm expecting this. This uh, I am. I'm expecting COVID to spike up even more. It's already spiked up. It's already become like very evident. And some governors are starting to take action and shut things down and put people in curfews. But we shouldn't have to be going through this a year later. Like coronavirus just had a birthday. Coronavirus turned one years old. It was around this time. Last year, when we first heard the first cases, um, and it was just starting to kick up steam. And it's amazing enough, like, here we are again. And, and it's, it, it's accelerating, you know? But, like, I don't know. It's just, like, amazing to me as I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about all the people who are going to be traveling back. If if you bought the virus to your family member, was it worth it? Because at the end of the day, it's like it's kind of like, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, let me let me break down. My grandmother, this was going to be the last Thanksgiving that she was going to cook for the whole family. Okay, and this was before we found out COVID was like a thing or stuff like that. She has said there's six siblings, well, five siblings and a number of grandkids and a number of great grandkids. This was going to be the first Thanksgiving 2020 that we were going to get everyone, everybody that's under my grandmother's lineage to come show up at the house. We haven't done that since I was maybe like four three, something like that. I remember I was very little. We haven't done that with the whole family since I was very, very little. So, you know, everybody, her whole family, everybody that's under her was going to show up at the house, you know, but obviously we made the executive decision that that wasn't a smart idea to make. Even so, like even a few of us, I call us her favorites because I'm one of them. (laughs) Um, 
We weren't even going to go out there to be with her because she's 82 or she's in her 80s. She might be 86. I don't know. But it's no point. It's What risk is it to go out there and be around her and and and, and possibly expose her to something? Not that I'm out here, you know, wild and going over this, that, and the third, but it's like, it's a risk. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it is definitely a risk. And I could be putting her at risk, you know? And I don't want to do that to my grandmother. My other grandmother in New Jersey, yeah, she has two kids. She has, I think, four or five of us grandkids. And she probably got like one great grandkid. What is the point of all of us going over there to see her for what? She's 82. She's in her 80s as well. Like, what's the point of putting her at risk? Like, to me, to me, it's kind of like a selfish thing. People are like, you know what? I'm going to go see my family regardless. You can't tell me nothing. And you might say, hey, Dom, you can't do that. You, you know, obviously some people are really close to their families. You can't do that. You spent time with your second family. You can't say that. You don't know what experience like to lose somebody. Well, yeah, I do. I lost a cousin during COVID. And not only was I not able to go home, which is always the case for me, which sucks. Um, I wasn't even able to like be around my family to console them. You know, my mom has lost a lot of people in the last two years. She's also lost her father. Um, she lost her sibling. She, um, you know, I'm saying, I mean, she lost her father some years ago. She lost her sibling to, um, something heart related. But on top of that, my cousin dying, my mom has experienced a lot of hardship. She lost her job as well. You know what I'm saying? Because it was a small business and it closed down. Like my mom has lost so much during this COVID. Yet I have to tell her, mom, I can't come home to you. Mom, you can't come to Arizona because she has pre pre existing conditions and my mom is um in her late 50s like she looks amazing mom you look amazing by the way but she's in her late 50s i'm not gonna put her at risk of covid just for my selfish needs because i want to see my mom and of course i gotta convince her mom no it's not okay for you because She's like, well, I don't care. It's my child. And I'm like, I get that, mom, but I can't live with that. I can't live of knowing that you're in the airport, knowing that you're in the air, scared, wondering if you're going to get COVID. Because I'm telling you, it's not enjoyable. It's not fun. Nothing about COVID is fun having it. It is a very uh, exhausting um, mental um, uh horrible horrid experience and mind you that's not everybody's experience and even so i'm blessed because i didn't have the worst of the experience i didn't have to go to the hospital i just suffered at home but still i can't imagine if i felt as horrible as i did at the house and i was like still breathing but barely i can't imagine who people are on ventilators and people are in the hospital in excruciating pain how they feel so why in my selfishness would I say, hey, yeah, mom, come over. Like, yeah, come for the holidays. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. 
And some people say, yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's not worth it. To see my mom for a holiday and for a little minute, but, you know, no longer have her in my life because of COVID. That's not worth it. I can't live with that. I can't live with that. And I think that's something that we have to think about as we have all these holiday gatherings coming up. Is it worth it? You're putting certain people at risk. Even if you feel like I'm okay, I don't have it. You don't know if you're carrying And and don't get me wrong, this is already a hard time because, like, there's seasonal depression. For those who don't know, we talked about it last year, but seasonal depression is when, you know, this is around this time of season, when it gets a little colder, it gets a little darker, it's um, a little bit more depressing because, you know, um, spending a lot of money, you know what I'm saying, You're spending a lot of money. Uh, because it's a lot of gifts going around, a lot of holidays. Don't let it be somebody's birthday also. It's crazy. Um, on top of that, people are over, like, working overtime, overtime, overtime to try to get more money to get the gifts. Then people are going to the stores, stressed about Black Friday sales um, and on, on Cyber Monday sales and all this stuff like that in order to get, make, get these gifts that, you know, they think are going to make somebody happy. Then on top of that. You have um, people who have lost people. Like I told you, my mom lost her father some years ago. My dad lost his father some years ago. I don't know what it's like to lose a parent, and I pray to God I don't find out anytime soon. But I know for people that it's around holidays and I've lost a parent, that's a trigger for them. Because, you know, the idea of going home for the holidays, you find, you know, the thought is, well, one of my parents is gone. So is it really home anymore? You know what I'm saying? And then don't be single. Don't be a single person during the holidays. You really feel like you're by yourself. You feel like you have no place to really go, even when you're around your family. You know what I'm saying? Your younger cousin might be his new girlfriend. And then you're sitting there looking like, oh, I'm lonely. I don't have nobody to share the holidays with. You're going through social media and you're seeing all these couples take matching pajama pictures. That's cute, by the way. So, hmm. You're seeing all these people having their dogs and by their trees. And you see people getting proposed to. You see people um, getting married. You know, see people um, giving out, um, um, showcasing um, uh, pregnancy um, announcements. You see people giving birth to babies. You just see people, babies first Thanksgiving, babies first Christmas, baby first Kwanzaa, baby first New Year. And it's depressing as a single person, especially if you're out here in this dating world, because it's so difficult. And it's just like, now I got to see this and I want to be happy with them. But at the same time, I'm envious because I want that as well. And then it's like, well, dang, why are seasons like this? See all that? Now take all that Plus COVID. The holiday season is something vicious. It's supposed to be a grand time. And granted, and granted, a lot of it is because we put such emphasis on the monetary things of, of these holidays. And, 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 and a lot of people, um, well, there's some that put a lot of emphasis on the monetary aspects of these holidays. And then there's others like me who really cherish the relationships that they have around them during the holiday season, you know. And a person like myself who, um, whose love language is physical touch, this is the worst. This is the worst, you know. You can't hug those that you love. It's the worst. You get into a funk. On top of that, you have to be very cautious because coronavirus is still very much alive. 
This is why I say Corona stole holidays. But is it really Corona stole holidays? Or are we not putting things into practice the way that we should? Because we're still having to fight people to wear masks. We're still having to fight people to wash their hands properly and to clean things excessively and necessarily the way that they should. Let alone we had a president in office who did not take the virus itself seriously. Yet everybody in his cabinet and in his tribe got it and miraculously recovered within, you know, days, which makes no sense because they were older than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to be, we have to be smart. We have to understand what it's worth. Is it worth me going to see grandma for those three days? Or is it worth me having her around for a little longer? And yeah, the vaccine's coming out. And I know people are are nervous about that as well, especially black and brown people. Because, you know, we're, we're used to be used as guinea pigs and stuff like that. Yeah, let them other people take it first. And let me see how y'all act after that. Let me see what's going on. Then we might talk about something. You know, but we're going into, I mean, we just finished year one of COVID and it's too much similar to me, like the Spanish flu. Spanish flu was in 1918. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. 1918 and had four different waves. It lasted for two years. We're going into year two. We're going into year two. And our lives have completely changed the trajectory of 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 normal the thing of the past, you know, and all we can do is hope for the best, but we have to take the precautions, and that's what I'm trying to get at. I understand it's holiday season, trust me, trust me. I understand it's holiday season, and if anybody else gonna understand how depressing holiday season can be being away from your family not having a love uh, a significant other all stuff like that i'm gonna understand that yet it is very important for us to find safe ways to interact with others and safe ways to interact with family members because we don't want to put them at risk their loss is much greater than not spending the holiday with them i can tell you that me not spending a holiday with my mother or my father, I'm like a little bit, my, I'm in my feelings about it, but I'm okay. I'll be okay. Even if I didn't have my second family, I'd be okay because I'll face the, FaceTime them or, or video chat them or call them, whatever like that. And cool. But not having the opportunity to call my mother and say, I love you. Not having the ability to see my father's face. Because they have both passed from COVID or COVID-related illnesses, whatever like that. I wouldn't be able to live with myself because that stuff is permanent. That's the thing I'm trying to say. COVID is temporarily, temporary. We can fight the virus. We can get better. We can get back to life. It probably will, will probably never really be the same because COVID has come and flipped us over and showed us a lot about ourselves as a country and as a world. But I guarantee you, COVID can be beat. COVID can be recovered. It can be cured. What can't be cured is if your mother and father pass away or if a family member is lost. That can't be cured. That's permanent. 
that's permanent. I'm not willing to sacrifice my family for instant gratification. Just so I can take an Instagram picture and say Happy Thanksgiving or Merry Christmas and stuff like that. No. I'm only being around those who I've been around. That's it. That's it. And if I have stepped out and I have been around other people, I'm going to take a test. And make sure I'm not bringing it back to those who mean the most to me. No. No, man. I can't live without knowing my parents are there. Me personally, I tell my parents all the time, I'm not ready for y'all to go yet. I can't handle it. I, I Personally, me being their only daughter and their only daughter, I mean, and their only kid together, despite everything, I can't see my life without my parents. I can't. I'm not in a place that I can handle that right now. Let alone me feel guilty because I feel like I exposed them to a virus. Nah, I can't live with that conscious. So are you going to make a decision based off of selfishness and what you need? Or are you going to like, you know, really think about the longevity of things? I thought about the longevity of things. I want my parents around for the long haul. I want them around for the long haul. I tell my dad, you still got to walk me down the aisle. You can't go nowhere yet. I tell my mom all the time, oh, girl, you got to help me with my baby. You can't go nowhere yet. You got to be a grandma. You know what I'm saying? Just little decisions. like, And, you know, a lot of it is because we have this romanticized um, perception of what the holidays are. To be honest, guys, holidays are just another day on the calendar. We make them grand. We make them extravagant. Also, capitalism has told us to. We, we got to spend all this money. Got to have the most decorated house. Got to have the, um, you know, got to have the big old tree. Your tree's got to be shining, 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 shining. I mean, seriously. We go to these great lengths. And yes, they've become tradition, but we go through these great lengths because, you know, we have this romanticized version of what the holidays are. And yes, when we break down the core of it, it's being with family. And okay, now you're going to tell me this year we can't be with family. So what you telling me, Dom? I get it. I get it. I completely understand. I completely get it. But this is what technology is for. Trust me, my 80-year-old something grandmother does, knows nothing about a computer, nothing about a tablet. Somebody taught her, okay, when COVID first happened. And now she is accessible. I can talk to this lady all the time if I want to. That's how we create stuff. If you, you drive by, wave, stuff like you call. This is when we start to get more personal in, in our efforts. When's the last time you called, picked up the phone and actually called a family member, just talked to them? Rather than just waiting till the holiday season. When's the last time you called? Honestly. One thing that COVID is bringing out of us on this holiday season is to seek connection. 
deepen in alternative ways. When's the last time you wrote a letter to somebody? I mean, seriously. When's the last time that most of y'all have sat down? And really, I'm telling you, COVID has made me sit down. I've had to be in the house. I've sat down. Bored, but I'm in the house. I'm getting rest. Being able to clean. For real, for real. Throw stuff away. Seriously. This holiday season is not a loss. People have to stop looking at it as like, oh, they're taking away our holidays. And I know that's the title of this. So, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, hypocritical say or contradictory to say. But we didn't lose. We're not losing. We have to just be creative. And this is a time more than ever to practice gratitude. Like, we have so many things to be grateful for. Like, seriously, we can sit here and, you know, complain about so many things. But if you're here, if you're listening to this podcast, if you woke up this morning, you should be grateful because there's a lot of other individuals who don't get the opportunity to have a Thanksgiving anymore because they lost their life to COVID. They lost their life to COVID. A lot of us are upset because we lost the, the, the idea of our routine going away to go see our family members to eat, to sit at the big tables. Hey, how about you learn how to cook for you? Make that a new hobby. Cook for yourself so as you sit in front of your, your, your camera phone and you're talking to your grandma who's across the state, you guys can have dinner together. Seriously, this is already a risky time for mental and physical health. We have to do everything possible that we know to 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 keep each other alive. We have to come together as a community when it came around voting time and it came about hitting the polls and it became about, you know, voting the right way and getting everybody to vote. We came together as a community. We found a way virtually to come together and encourage people to get on one accord as a nation. I don't know about y'all, but I felt so much unity. Yes, there was so much discord. And yes, there were some people like, you know, they're Trump supporters. So they're like, you know, forget Biden and all stuff like that. Yeah, cool. But there was a sense of community in voting. There was a sense of accountability when 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 the election was coming around, we held each other accountable and, and we encouraged each other to do the right thing. And we pushed for each other to 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 get out there and vote. That same communal feeling can be felt now without having to be in each other's faces, without having to sit there and and, 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 and have the turkey in front of everybody to have that picture-perfect moment of it being carved. We don't have to do that in order to be around each other. We don't have to do that and experience that. We don't have to be the hallmark moment in order to really experience what the holidays are about. If they're strictly about family with you, then find the way. I don't care if I got to sit on the phone with my grandma for an hour. I called both of my grandmothers on Thanksgiving. And even though the conversation wasn't that long, it was long enough for them. 
I didn't get on the call for me. I mean, of course, I wanted to hear their voice, but I got on the call and I was like, you know, I'm going to let them navigate the phone call. My grandmother just talked about whatever they wanted to talk about, was laughing, Kiki. They said, I love you, but I want you to keep safe. I said, okay, I want you to keep safe. Y'all, you, my, both of my grandmothers said, you ain't got to worry about me. <laughs> I'm going to be safe. I want you to be safe because your generation out here going crazy. I don't disagree with them, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and let me say it like this. I'm not a real big family person. And when I say that to people, they'd be like, <gasps> oh, gasp. No, seriously, I'm not a really big family person. Meaning, um, I'm not really into the big family gathering. So you're probably gonna be like, ah, see, Dominique, it's not fair that you said all this stuff, but you're not even into it. Don't get me wrong. I can be amongst. I love being amongst the family gatherings. I love being around the family feeling. But I'm not a person who depends on it. Like, I just have to have the family, you know, big thing. I don't I don't have to have it. I do enjoy it. I do. I do. I do like it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a person that's got to sit there on my phone with my mom every day um, for hours. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the person that, like, calls family all the time. I'm not. I, I forget. I got life going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's never, oh, Dominique, you're not that busy. You're right. I'm not that busy. But... I'm in my own bubble trying to get Dominique together. So a lot of times I forget that the other people exist. But I tell you this, this whole COVID thing has made me have to become more in tune and focus and remember that there's others that I love that I have to check on. That I have to to love on. And I kind of forgot where I was going with this, but I've had to sit there and 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 do the work. Anybody can just show up and be like, I'm here, but I have to build the connection virtually or on the phone all over again. And I tell you that that is giving me more fulfillment than anything else. And this is coming from a person who's physical, who needs physical touch. Physical touch is something I do desire. It's something I need. It's a necessity. I need to be able to touch and feel a loved one. I need to be able to feel the warmth of somebody I care about. I just do. Or I need to at least be able to lay my eyes on them, at least be in their vicinity. And I'm even saying building these connections over the phone or on the Internet have become more. More of substance, have they become more valuable to me? And that's how we have to look at it, because why put it at risk for what? We're already going through so much stress. You know what I'm saying? There's already so many things that are going on in our world and it constantly feels like a huge migraine from the news and what's going on and just stuff being all discombobulated. Why add to that? You got to be able to create your own peace, especially during these times. We have been saying during these times for a whole year now. Seriously. And we still, it seems, it's like, it's like, it's like COVID came around, right? We knew COVID was what it was. And, you know, COVID's here because killed a couple people. You know, COVID's been doing some crazy stuff because she's, she's, she, you know, that's what she does. But it's like, we still don't know, or we still act as if 
We don't know the effects of this disease as if we don't know the, the repercussions of this disease. It's like, oh, okay, everybody thinks it died down because this summer we got to go outside for two weeks. No, that doesn't mean COVID disappeared. That means people stopped caring. Oh, Cheeto's out of office. That must mean, um, well, he will be out of office. So that must mean COVID's going to end. No, no. COVID's not going to end because Trump is out of office. It's going to come. It's going to end because we do the work. And you still got people talking about it's a hoax. How is it a hoax after all the people that have died? Literally. I still don't understand how it can be a hoax of a disease when so a massive amount of people are still one suffering from it or have died from it. Make it make sense to me. Make it make sense to me. I'll wait. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So we're back now for the self-care tip of the week. We talk about self-care tips to be well and whole and to get us through. Um, so this week's self-care tip is um, would also make a great gift idea, I want to say. But it, I just recently kind of got into it and I like it. <laughs> so this week's self-care tip is... Um, coloring now you ever think when every time every time i ask you what age you want to go back to most of the time people say kindergarten and you think most of the time we were just trying to learn how to color in the lines and you put so much in concentration on it and like so much emphasis on it that you can't remember like what's going on in your life that's kind of what i feel like coloring books are like um, they actually make like self-care adult coloring books now where uh, it's like themed for adults and we can color it and like feel good and like just take the time, like understand the pleasure in taking a crayon, taking time out for yourself and coloring a picture, like really coloring the picture, allowing your brain to just like focus on something else and take you away from all that negativity or stress or you know overwhelmness or anxiety that you feel like coloring is just so therapeutic and I don't know why I'm just like late to the party like I should have done it a long time ago but um yeah it's fun like there are so many adult coloring books I've found that are just like dope like super 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 dope and it's like why not do it? Like, kick your feet up and color. Like, pfft. you can color stuff whatever you want. Stay in the lines. Don't stay in the lines. It's your choice. You're an adult, you know? <laughs> I kind of look at the same way, um, like, how, um, I was say, how painting is, you know? I don't know. It's just, it's relaxing. It's peaceful. Um, it's just, it's just a time to take for yourself. You know, they got those, those, what are the things called? Medellas, medolas, medolas that are like the big flower things. And, you know, it got to be really intricate in how you color in each one like that, stuff like that. But I don't know. It's, it's a great way to practice mindfulness and quietness and just allow you to, let your mind um, 
drift into some sort of um, meditation and and with the repetitive movements and the constant focusing on colors and shapes and stuff really allows you to bring your stress levels and, and everything else down, down, seriously. I don't mean to get all deep, but I mean, it, it takes it to that level. It does help you come down and it helps you to to find relief in stress. So I suggest y'all. If y'all don't want to pay money for the personalized self-care coloring books that you can find online or Amazon or whatever have you, I suggest you go right to the dollar store like I did. Find a coloring book, get you a pack of crayons, and get to coloring. <laughs> get to getting on with it. You won't regret it. Trust me. All right, let's get back to the show. All right, my peeps. We come to the end of our show. And as always, I'm forever grateful for our family and, you know, everything. I know this week's show is a little bit shorter than usual. But, um, you know, I felt like it was no need to really drag everything out. Um, just remember to focus and think on the days ahead and how you're going to go about it with family and all those things like that. Be safe, guys. Like, seriously, be safe out here. Corona is real and it is raging um, amongst um, the city. So, you really got to do better with that. Um, as always, I love to hear from you guys. Need to know more black businesses. Want to hear more about what's going on with you, what your personal struggles are, whatever like that. Your testimony, remember, is just as important um, to somebody's life as far as, as well as to your own healing. So remember that. I would love to hear you guys share your experiences, experiences questions, whatever, concerns. Hit us up at mentalmindbiz at gmail.com. Once again, that's mentalmindbiz at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on all social media platforms that um, with the special handle um, at underscore mind yo biz. That's mind yo underscore mind yo biz b i z z. And that is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like I said, love to hear from you guys. Retweet and share and subscribe uh, and stuff so other people can get on and get popping with us. Alright, it's always a great time with you guys, and I'll see you guys next Friday. Guys, be safe with the Black Friday sales. Alright, we out. Where my music at?